0: Welcome everybody to episode six of the Disney Plus Reviews podcast. We are reviewing episode five of The Mandalorian today. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm joined by my friend co-host and the guy in my life that's no good to me, dead, Jack Altamonts.
1: Well, welcome everyone. This is a real treat. This episode, we are getting, as you said earlier when we were talking, Phil, lots of fan service. Oh, this, this is episode.
0: this is the fan service episode. I
1: bet it's the the fan service episode of the entire season um so many things uh happening here uh and then we'll talk later on about a lot of speculation that happens at the end of the episode oh yeah that i don't know if it's real or not but it's exciting but you really are no good to me dad like it would be hard to
0: do this podcast by myself i can take
1: you cold or warm or i can take you in cold
0: (laughs) i i'm getting a little tired of that phrase well that's my line that's my saying (laughs) We're getting ahead of ourselves. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, we just want to let you know we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast. We really are are mainly just reviewing the the biggest stuff, the big the biggest um, exclusive shows and movies and stuff like that that are on the service, like Darkwing Duck. Like Darkwing Duck. I've did you used to watch Darkwing
1: Duck? Yeah, I did. I mean, on and
0: off. Yeah, it wasn't a regular rotation show.
1: No, I think it was on when I got home from school a little bit. So I was more of a we were more of a tailspin. Houseman. No, Tailspin was good. We watched a lot of Tailspin, And it's on the network, right? Yeah. Tailspin. Oh, yeah. I I, remember from it.
0: Pretty much everything from my childhood is on there now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the best stuff, at least. Uh, we're going to review every episode of The Mandalorian. This is episode five of The Mandalorian that we're talking about today. We are going to spoil the entire episode. So if you've not watched it yet, hit pause. Go watch the episode and come back and listen to the show. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we thought was just okay, uh, etc. So, hit the subscribe button and tune in to the rest of our episodes for this podcast. As we watch the show, we will obviously got, fill you guys in. We record every Sunday and post on Mondays, so you'll always hear our thoughts within a few days of every episode. Uh, we have an email address now, Jack. I'm well, like that's right. That. Uh,
1: I'm excited about this new development. Uh, We've we, been we waiting feverishly, feverish, feverishly for it. Yeah. And um, it arrived last week, right?
0: Yeah, in the mail. Um, it took a while. It it got it actually got held up in Florida for a little bit, and then, uh, but no, it eventually Man, got here.
1: And they they're very uh, they don't like giving away these email addresses. No, anymore. it's hard.
0: It's d- dude, do you know how hard it is getting I, an email addresses? Well,
1: days? I haven't wanted to try because it's so difficult. Yeah, but yeah, this one came with the great at great cost. Do you remember when email
0: was was like a, fir- a first thing, like when AOL pretty much was the only way to get yeah. an email? It was really hard to get an email address outside of just like your internet service provider. Like well, everyone had an at AOL.com yes. address, but
1: well, and uh, then Hotmail kind of Hotmail blew, blew, that, blew that out of the water.
0: Yeah. Well, they, they were kind of the first ones to, to like Google was when you late say, to the party. I'm,
1: I think you're right about that. Oh yeah. Google was way late to the
0: party. I want to say maybe Yahoo was in there pretty quickly because yeah. Yahoo was the, the thing. They were the, the search engine when the internet was first getting big. Bye.
1: Yahoo and Hotmail were at war over email addresses and now look at it it's like not even a thing yeah anybody can get an email anyone,
0: address. anyone can anyone. if you can type you can get an email address in about 30 seconds it's true um we'd love to hear your thoughts on the mandalorian or what you've been watching on disney plus email us at disney plus reviews that's plus spelled out at hotmail.com speaking of hotmail uh, disney plus reviews at hotmail uh, if you're just joining us on this show, this podcast, um, what we do every week basically is we recap the episode that we just watched on the previous Friday. We chat about our favorite moments from the episode, present our questions, thoughts, and predictions for upcoming episodes, and we're going to have a lot to talk about uh, at the end of this episode you know for our future episodes. And then at the end, if we have time, we sprinkle in a little bit of what, we've, what else we've been watching on Disney+. Excellent. So let's get right into the recap. Um, a dog A dogfight. There is, Start out. There is a ship
1: dogfight at the
0: beginning of this episode.
1: Um, the Mandalorian is being chased by a bounty hunter. And this bounty hunter is a pilot type. Ma- I mean, has the ability to be a pretty good pilot. I'm actually... I was actually amazed that the Mandalorian was able to do the things he was able to do. Mm-hmm. And take evasive maneuvers to avoid this bounty hunter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was honestly about as good as any kind of, you know, space uh star warsian kind of dogfight that that i've seen honestly i thought it was really well shot uh it's it's got that uh cockpit view mm-hmm. that's so so iconic for anything star wars yes um i love it it's, it's kind of like a you know um you know red leader you know yeah. uh, red five signing in or whatever yes. they say um it was that kind of thing but um and then like you know it's I thought it was just the right amount of time. Like, it was just, uh, what, uh, like a minute and a half or so Pro- of the episode? Probably, yeah. Uh, it could have gone on too long, but I thought they, they did a good job of just kind of keeping it at the right length. And it ends with this, like, I, the first thing I thought it was Top Gun. Did you think about Top yes. Gun when he did Yeah, it?
1: He, he puts the brakes on, basically. He's,
0: I forget what the line is. I should have looked it up. Um, Maverick in Top Gun. If you've ever seen the original 1985, mm-hmm. like? 86, 86. Uh, Best soundtrack in, in the history of movies, Watching by Watching slow mo danger zone take my um, breath away <laughs> um, there's a, a part where Maverick basically um, says I'm, I'm going to hit I'm gonna hit the air brakes or whatever air brakes uh, and, and they're going to fly right by us uh, type of thing and then we'll you know, shoot him from behind so yeah basically he does a top gun maneuver and then bl- blasts him with yeah, one shot
1: the, and it's pretty impressive because the uh, bounty hunter that's chasing him um, says I can take you in warm or oh, yeah. I can take you in cold and basically, though, he uh, then that makes him mad because then he hits the brakes and he goes, and he gets behind him and goes, push, 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 pew, 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 that's my line, as, it, as the guy's blowing up. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Wilhelm scream and explosion.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was watching this with a buddy at work and, and he said that, um, like that scream of like that, ah! As the mm-hmm. screen, as the his yeah. ship is blowing up, was very Star wars and like yes. whenever someone's going, like cra- you know, crashing into the Death Star, it's final, like, yeah, you see, you always see their face yes. screaming. So I, I thought that was great. Pretty balls. Um, then my head just about blew up because the very next line is. He's getting a message from the planet that he's about to. Because la- he's <laughs>
1: close, close enough. He's out there.
0: He's, his 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 ship is half destroyed from yeah. this from getting blasted in space. Mm. So, um, the very first thing we hear is this is Moss Isley Tower, and I I literally freaked out. I was like, Oh my god!
1: I didn't know that we would end up on my side, Moss Eisley. I thought maybe we would be in completely uncharted territory for the whole show. For the whole show, yeah, but absolutely. Moss Eisley, we guess, is way out in the middle of nowhere. So
0: yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an Outer Rim planet, but yeah, I I honestly, I did not think we would go to any known planets. Or I guess Tatooine, they're on
1: Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. They're not, you know. Yeah, myself,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I, really didn't think we'd see Tatooine. I didn't think we'd see anything, any planet that we knew, or but maybe, yet. or maybe a, a planet we hadn't seen very much, like Kashyyyk or something mm-hmm. like that. But, um, yeah, uh, no, going to, back to Tatooine in live action was awesome because they've they've done it in the Clone Wars TV show a couple times. But as far as live action, um, the Miles Eisley Cantina, which we see uh, in a few minutes after he lands, is one of those, um, iconic sets i mean you've seen that set you know a couple of the times in the movies but every time you see it it's always just memorable and because it's the very first thing that you see in the first movie so anyways it was awesome to see him um, go uh go to tatooine from space um, he flies into a bay, like a docking bay type of thing, a garage basically mm-hmm. is what we learn it to be. And I, I had to look this up. It's not the same garage that Han. It's like 60, flies to.
1: 60 garages away, I think.
0: Yeah, it's like ninety six instead of thirty two or mm-hmm. thirty four or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but it looks exactly like the same garage that you've seen. Uh, you know, you've watched. The, if you've watched the, the first movie a couple dozen times, like I have, you've you know that garage. Like it just looks like it, and yeah. it was really awesome to see that. Uh, then we see pit droids.
1: Yes. They are these little, they've got like a little, they're cyclops like things. They have like a little, like a hubcap for a head. And then they've got like a singular, single binocular eyeball type thing. Yeah. And there's three of them. And these are the ones that are basically helped the pod racers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. From episode one. Pretty amazing. Phantom man's. Pretty cool. Uh, they kind of remind me of minions a little bit.
1: They are very minion. like. If, if they're yellow, they would yes.
0: look a lot more like minions.
1: Immediately, whenever he lands, whenever the Mandalorian lands, Mando, he lands. Uh, the droids automatically come out and start walking toward his uh, ship because they're just doing what they do. Yeah. they're there to fix it. <laughs> oh yeah. And he shoots at them, and then they <laughs> collapse down. And then the lady comes out around. What's her name? Uh, Peli. Which I she was very uh normal. She's a normal human. Yeah. Pretty chipper. That sort of thing, yeah, uh, and not dark and gruff like everybody else has been in this. Uh, yeah, she's world.
0: she's more a comedic. She's uh, Amy Amy Sedaris. Mm, um, yeah. Have you have you seen her in other things? I'm sure that
1: I have. She's I mean, been
0: around. I I had to look her up because um, I'm not familiar with the work, previous work that she's done. But she's she's done quite a bit of stuff like on Comedy Central. Like she's been kind of a prominent comedy uh, yeah. comedian. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't think she was full on comedian yeah. like in in this show, but I thought it was just the right amount of comedy. Like it was a good kind of light in the mood uh, type of thing from from the previous episode, which right. was pretty serious.
1: Um, so then uh, basically she he's like I only have this much to fix my ship, which we kind of I, when he said that too I was like I thought he had like unlimited cash, uh, and she was like well that'll only get you basically pay for this be, for this garage basically right, right. um so he's like he has to go find quote-unquote work um which then at the end well it, that was a basically just a real i mean i don't know what why he yeah it, i mean story for story's sake i guess cut, because
0: cut all the way to the end of the episode and he he drops like a, a huge pile of cash into her hands so I, yeah so he, i don't know i don't so know he know what just he was bored
1: doing. i don't know anyway so well he needed it fixed so maybe he knew that she would fix it i, I don't know
0: I, I could, the only thing I can think of is it was just like a down payment type of thing. Yes, I don't, I don't know. Let me see if I can drop some more cash.
1: Yeah, and so she, um, she he basically then goes into down the street and ends up in, uh, well, he basically tells Baby Yoda, basically, actually lays Baby Yoda down to sleep in this cargo hold scenario. Yeah. And uh, basically hoping he won't wake up. Okay, can I say
0: this? this is uh, I. I'm not very negative on the show very very much. Yeah. Uh, and, and when I am, I, I feel like it's really nitpicky, small mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I'm starting to get a little confused and a little maybe a little weary of him just like leaving the kid behind. Like it, it, I almost, I, I started to think like in the third episode that he was like really that he really cared about this child. And I think I think he still does at the end of the day. But he's also willing to just. Like, abandon it and, like, leave behind for, like... Well, let, but then he was surprised. But then like,
1: he was surprised when he came back and it was gone. Yeah. So I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe he's never weird. been around babies. I don't know.
0: I, I I can't... Like, with... So in the previous episode, episode four, he at least throws um, a coin or whatever to the waitress and says, hey, watch the kid. Um, but in this one, he doesn't even do that. It's, it's a little weird.
1: But. Yeah. Well, they, um, basically, uh, he walks into town while he's gone... Um, the dro- three droids and what's her name, Amy Amy S- Solaris is char- Sedaris yeah Solaris' character Pelly. Pelly. they hear something on the ship they assume, assume it's going to be some gigantic monster or something come out and then it's Baby Yoda walks down the ramp at him while this is happening uh he's in the of the cantina so great dude it's unbelievable
0: like it's it's pretty cool well as soon as he came in and and you see that bartender behind the bar and then the you know Hans quote unquote Hans table in the corner I was just like. This is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. This is great. Yeah, Uh,
1: and so then he um, he walks in. uh, He asks. He doesn't like uh, robots, but he he goes to the uh, droid at the that's the bartender and goes, "Is there any work to be had?" Yeah, interesting. The droid's like, "There's nothing to be done," or blah 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 blah. Uh, In the corner, there's a you know devilish, handsome devil of a rogue type guy in the corner. I don't want to say he looks like Han Solo, but it's kind of alluded. It's yeah. sort of similar. You yeah, know. I didn't think about that. And so, so he's got his feet propped up. He's like, you want some work? I got something for you. And then he comes to find out he's like a rookie bounty hunter that is just looking to get into the Bounty Hunters Guild. Has been chasing um, a uh, an assassin bounty hunter person uh, named Fennec Shand, who's played by Ming-Na Wen. And... Um, he is uh, trying to track her because basically if he can bring her in then the guild will actually let him in the bounty hunters guild he's claiming he's not really all about the money he doesn't really need the money
0: yeah his I, I thought his motivation was really interesting and I think it needed to happen because the Mandalorian is it, his biggest concern right now is cash like he just needs to get some money going and so um, the fact that he's willing to enlist the Mando just for like you can have all the money. I don't. I don't care about the money. Yes. All I care about is just getting into the the Bounty Hunters mm-hmm. Guild. Yeah, I thought it was a really interesting um, relationship between the two of them. So, like, all basically, all he's hoping to get out of it is just notoriety, mm-hmm. and then, and then he, you know, if you need money, you can have all of it. Right. But it's really interesting that like Fennec Shand, Shand or Shand. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. She's like. Notorious. She's infamous in the galaxy. Yes. Like, he immediately knows her name and knows, hey, like she's an elite mercenary. Like she's done so many jobs for the underworld crime syndicates and stuff like that, the mob bosses. Um, you don't know what you're dealing with. The yeah, he's like, You just need to drop this right now. And he's like, hey, I can we can do it, but I just need your help. Like I, I can't do this alone. Yeah. So
1: So basically, um he has to go, he tells him I'll do it, but you gotta go get me two speeders because we've got to drive out past the Dune Sea, yeah, which is exactly where Luke, yeah, uh, ran into uh, Oben Kenobi, yep. in the first movie, yep. Well, in Episode Six,
0: there's a lot of Easter eggs and throwbacks to original, the, especially the 1977 original Star Wars: A New Hope.
1: Um, they drive out. Are they? First of all, they go back to the garage, and he goes back to first. He goes back to his. Uh, he tells, what's the guy's name? The bounty hunter's name, uh, Toro, is his name. He tells Toro Calican, yeah. "Meet me at the garage, blah blah blah, and uh, at so and so time." So he go, but he gets there first. The Mandalorian does. He goes on a ship and th- to discover that, like you're saying, Baby Yoda has flown the coop. But again, he's surprised. Yeah, and then he goes back in and he gets mad at the lady why did you take this baby out or whatever? Yeah. And she's like, you needed to feed him. He needed food. He's a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I do kind of of like that part of his character that he's not, you can tell this guy's never been a father.
1: Like he's... No, he did not understand it. Yeah,
0: he has no idea what's going on.
1: And so then uh, basically she's like, well, I'll watch him here while you go and do that, apparently. So um, Calican shows up with the speeders um, but gets and a really good look. I was gonna say it's important to know that very this good foreshadowing. He
0: glimpses. Him. He gets a good glimpse of yes the, of the child.
1: At the baby Yoda. Yeah, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. And so they um, then they take off and uh, they go out to this ridge. They see a what are, the, what are they called? The Dubak, these big buffalo looking things. Uh-huh. Uh, it's wandering around. It's got something. Someone still one leg in the saddle being drug around well
0: no okay let's you skipped over a whole section let's go let's go back to the Tuscan Raiders mm. I, I think the Tuscan Raiders is maybe one is of the, the most, most interesting thing yes one of the most interesting I'm sorry episode. I didn't mean to do that oh, it's yeah. fine it's very fan servicey it has nothing to do with the plot the overall plot of the episode but I was geeking up big time it does flush
1: out the Tuscan Raiders
0: it does and that's what that's what one of the things I really like about it because cor- correct me if I'm wrong we we've only seen them in episode one and four is that right have they ever have you ever seen them out i've not watched all the clone wars and animated i'm just talking about one and, live action one in
1: four it's been in one and four okay
0: so in 4 you basically just know them as like the guys that attack uh, that attack luke and obi-wan protects uh saves luke's well, life well you're and like stuff what's like under
1: their their raps yeah. on their faces. I mean, you, you
0: basically know them as like the guys that hold their their staffs over their heads ah,
1: head ah, and go.
0: And then uh, in episode one in Phantom Menace, they're basically taking pot shots at the at the pod racers yes. as they're coming around. Um, and that's about it. Like we we've literally never heard them other than like their their uh, yelling groans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We've never heard them speak. We've never yes. seen them even ha- hold a conversation with anybody. Yeah. Um, so this is maybe the most we've ever seen of the t- Tuscan readers in a. In a um, societal kind of yeah.
1: sense, so it was really cool. So they they come up. You see um, Mando and Calican with the Tusken Raiders.
0: Yeah, first they, they get out kind of Luke's um, Binox is what yes. they call them binoculars, yeah. and they kind of see him. And, and just like in Episode Four, where where Luke is is spying out the Tuskens, yes. he takes the Binox off, and then oh, they're right behind you. But Mando Mando
1: <laughs> says to him, "Oh, they're just they're just out there as a uh, decoy." He goes, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, take a look." <laughs> and he turns around, and there's two of them just standing there. Yeah,
0: which Ma- Mandalorian's not th- throwing it all. He's not. Like... No, he's he's not
1: <laughs> surprised by much. Um, so basically, he, then he's like, he draws his Calican's like freaked out by it. Um, Mandalorian says, "Look, listen. These they think this is their that they, they I mean, actually before this all happens. Calican's like the locals say that you know they're they'll kill anything that's out here and this." territory and blah blah blah. And then Mandalorian goes, Well to them, this is their territory. And they're you, the locals. They're the locals. Yeah. <laughs> um which is actually an interesting thing because it very it gets tied in a little bit of like the native native people idea yeah, of I, People it, just showing up and taking over.
0: Uh, we say this every week, but this ep- this season is literally, this, this entity called the Mandalorian is really all about spaghetti westerns.
1: Like, every episode has been. It really is. This one's very western too, yeah, you're right. It,
0: I mean, it takes place out in the wasteland, basically. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just it is uh, definitely a reference to, like, Native American kind of people. Um, the, the, they were here first,
1: type of thing. The, um... Basically then... Uh, the, and the, it humanizes
0: them. Like, they actually ch- have to t- try to talk to them. By the way... Like I would have never thought anyone would ever speak to a Tuscan because I mean who knows what they're even saying? You know who who knows what Chewbacca is ever saying, but somehow they understand him. But yeah, um, but they actually have a, ha, hold a conversation with the Tuscan with sign language, with sign language, which is uh, like, some
1: some form of sign language. Obviously, yeah. like not you know I mean, not American sign, sign language. <laughs> but but with sign language, and and he uses all kinds of and they're basically like okay, they want payment. He looks at Calican and Amanda Lauren does, and he goes okay, they want payment to be able to cross over their land. He's like, we're not going to give them anything. He's like, well, they want your, they want your binocs. They hand me your Binox. <laughs> He's like, those are brand new. And so he, he throws the Binox to one of the Tuscan's He has good hands. He caught, catches it. Yeah. And so then they're able to and move he, on. Because he they, they were.
0: They were. They were brand they new. Were brand new.
1: <laughs> um, as they drive off. But, so then they get to this, uh, to the Dune Sea. There's a big ridge. And then across the flat area, they see, on a dewback, there's a someone with his foot hung hung up in the saddle still, and obviously being dragged around by it. I thought this was some sort of a trap. Yeah, that was a trap, and then it technically was a trap, but not that thing. But uh, so the uh, the Mandalorian goes out there. He's got armor on. Uh, well, first of all. Now they go out there in daylight, don't they? Because they don't know yeah. about what's across the ridge. Here,
0: let me ask you about that that initial scene. So, the, this we we, n- we never see his face. We don't know anything about this. It. Clearly, a bounty hunter because mm-hmm. he's he's got a um, yeah a puck. Is that what? Th- yeah, uh, he's FOB. Got a fob. Basically. Actually, it's yeah. basically a fob. The it's puck is the, is the other he's thing. It's
1: a tracker. They don't call it a fob, but it is a fob.
0: Yeah, so the, he's got a tra- tracking fob on him. Uh, This is another bounty hunter that was searching for... Well, we don't really know. It's possible that he was searching for the child, perhaps. Um, Are your thoughts on the guy that's hanging from the back of the dewback, it, was he killed by Fennec? Yes, I think okay. that,
1: that that bounty hunter was coming after Fennec, and he just crossed... Not knowing that okay. she was on the other side. Which, that tells me, though, she had a camp or something over there. She knew he was being tracked. Maybe she was being tracked. And then she stays there.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of questions about Fennec. There, there's that, a lot of them. That we, we may not ever actually get to know like the answers for. But, um, interesting. Um, so, a- anyway. They, at first, like Toro thinks that um, this guy that's hanging from the back of the back is actually Fennec. Like, he, he thinks that... that person like oh is that her like is she already yes. dead
1: initially calican thinks that yes
0: and so they um he goes you stay here i'll go check it out so uh, the mandalorian like walks up and um you know examines the the body i guess he's i guess he's dead I, he looks dead to me but um he's examining the body sees the tracking pod, he's like oh crap and immediately knows what's going on and starts to hightail it back yes. so he, he starts running back to the the um you know, the crest of that that previous mm-hmm. dune mountain or whatever, yes. and gets shot twice on the way back. So uh, once, kind of in the shoulder maybe, yep. and then like I don't know where the second one hits him, but it looks like it hits him directly in the back. Yeah, um, as he's like coming crest coming over the had top. Of he his crest. he had his
1: old armor.
0: He would have been dead. He'd man. be dead. Yeah. That that was what's so cool. And he even like at, like I was again watching this with coworkers and um they were like, Oh, the Beskar. And like then like ten seconds later he confirmed it. He's like, he's like, Yeah, uh, from that range, the Beskar held up. Like that that was what saved my life. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to see immediate payoff from him. That tells
1: you how powerful that is because yeah. I mean that blast that, that gun she has is unbelievable. So um then he hightails it back, he makes it back to the ridge. And basically, it's like, look, we've got to wait her out till dark,
0: because she's she's got the high ground. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've got a plan, but we got to wait till dark, so he gets some rest. Um, and um, it's they, first time,
0: first time we've ever seen him. Yeah, rest. he had to rest, and so he
1: <laughs> the uh, the young guy comes up and acts like he's shooting him at one point, which is like as a joke, you know. Yeah. It's just, I guess, in his own mind, think he's cool, but he wakes up and he goes, "Are you done?" And he's like. Oh, no, I'm just playing around or whatever he says, um, but then he he goes okay, so he's got these two these flash grenades basically, yeah, and they um, and so basically then they, um, he's like we're gonna go across there and every so often we're gonna have to dodge the first shot or that sort of thing, but then when I tell you to shoot it, that's when you shoot this flare or whatever and it'll blind her, it'll blind any shot, you know, any scope or whatever. And then I will just keep driving there. So they do it a couple times throughout. Yeah. One of the flares, Calican shoots it low, and that allows her to be able to shoot
0: oh, I didn't catch the Mandalorian. That.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Because so you can see it. The, you can see the okay. tracker, the okay. tracer, like on the ground. The others were in the air and it exploded in the air. Well, the other one, he shot it low, and it didn't take off. It just kind of, oh, just kind okay. of took off. I didn't catch that. And so that's what allowed her to shoot the Mandalorian, he gets shot right in the chest, and he and the, well, it shoots his speeder, blows it up, and then he gets shot in the chest. Yeah, and so then his, his speeder's blown up. That comes in handy after bit too, and um, they uh, basically then she's focused in on him. Yeah, he, but that allows Calican he, to get the slip around the back of right. him. Right,
0: Mandalorian's out for the count. Like he's yeah. he's on the ground, and then yeah, he actually makes it up the ridge. And they have a little fight, but this guy is green
1: to the max, man. Like he, he doesn't yeah, know he, what's going on. Well, he sneaks up on her. Yeah. And he goes, Hey, <laughs> hey you got your, some crap like that. And it's like, just shoot her.
0: Yeah. Seriously. You have a blaster.
1: <laughs> like weird. He, he loses his blaster. He like wanted to take her in. He needed to take her in alive. Yeah. No, I do know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. They don't have a setting for stun in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> that's true they don't they don't have a, they don't have for a star time. trek thing that would been good
0: um but yeah i mean the mandalorian even later says like she's no good to us dead. like yeah. they, they are trying to take her alive yeah. but
1: so um, they uh, basically then they come around they she cuffs herself by the way ming na wen totally underutilized oh and I, I would have loved to have seen more from more her. of her I don't, I don't understand it but that's fine um so they um then they Basically say we're gonna have to. How are we gonna get all three of us on this bike? Because they only have one speeder left. Yeah. He goes. Oh, remember the do back across the valley. I guess you go get it.
0: Yeah, she says. Uh, I guess one of us is gonna to have to walk, huh? And the Mandalorian goes. Or we could drag you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I kind of thought he was just gonna do that. Yeah. That that would have been a very Western thing. Like just have like a rope tied around her her. Um, uh ankle or something yes. like that and just, and having just her drag, drag and i sand. guess her
1: hands would have been tied already so she wouldn't have been able to escape yeah but early.
0: i who knows she probably wouldn't have survived that um so i mean they have to bring her in yeah. alive so the mandalorian then Warm. gets
1: volunteered to walk back and get the do back
0: yeah at first he, he tries to get uh toro to do it and he's like okay so i i basically leave you here with the mark and the weapons and the speeder and I go out there. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. So he's starting to go a little bit of wise. Like, yeah. he's still not full on bounty hunter. Like, you know, look out for yourself and, you know, don't trust anybody else. But he's, start, he's starting to get
1: there even within a few seconds. But, well, and then, uh, so he walks out, he takes off. And you knew this was going to happen, by the way, where the young guy is with Ming, Ming Na Wen. Yeah. And she is obviously going to be able to talk him into something, whatever.
0: Yeah, dude, he was gone for a long time. Like she even says, like she has a line where she's like, "Oh, it's been a while." Like it, it takes him a long because he's walking. Like he, <laughs> Mando, yeah. Mando's like walking all the way out. Who knows how how many? Like it looked like a couple miles, maybe. Like with his visor or whatever, he, he sees that dude back mm-hmm. way out there, and, and so he has to walk all the way out there to catch this thing and bring it back. So they're, they're together for quite a while, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, you had, had to know there was some kind of scene that was going to play out between this totally green, like, you know, hey, I'm just a kid. I just want to be a bounty hunter and with this, like, experienced elite mercenary. Right. So, yeah, um, it was a great scene. I Right before um, the Mandalorian leaves, actually, she, you can tell that she knows a lot about him. Like, she says, um, uh, oh, like, you know, you're know, you not from such and such planet. And she's referencing the planet where the big shootout happens. What's it called? Uh, I can't remember. I thought I wrote, wrote it down, but I guess I didn't.
1: What is it called? That was the first reference I'd heard of that place.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't even think that they had it on screen or anything like that. But it would have been like... Episode uh, two, right? Episode two or three or whatever. When mm-hmm. he goes back to the planet, but anyways, she's she's like up on the news, like the the latest news of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows she's like, hey, you know. Um, and then after the Mandalorian leaves, she's just talking alone with Toro, and she she says, uh, "That's got to be him." And he's like, "Well, how would, how could you possibly know that?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, there's not a lot of Mandalorians out there." Yeah, and this guy has a huge like you know clean set of new armor uh, like. It's got to be him. Like it's this is the guy, and sh- and she says, you know, you would know it's him if he has a child with him, and then that all of a sudden Toro, like you can see the wheels turning. He's like, oh my god, that is him. Yeah, this this is the guy that the literally the entire which, bounty hunters,
1: hunter's guild is trying to find. Which she he doesn't tell her. Oh, I saw a kid. Back right. There. He doesn't let on. Which was smart. Yeah. And, and so then she basically is like, so all you got to do is. You let me go or whatever. We'll 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 split that. Well, I've got this other bounty i have got to go get. Yeah. We'll go get it together. You can have part of that.
0: She's super smart. She's basically like, you know, you can take me in and basically get entrance to the bounty hunters guild, or we can work together and you can be legendary. Like you can be the person that everyone looks up to in the guild. And so he starts seeing, no, you know, yeah. And notoriety and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we could do this, whatever. And then the big twist.
1: Yeah, big twist is then he just pulls his blaster and shoots her in the gut. Point blank. Kills her. She's is crazy. Again, a total waste yeah. of ming No Win. Yeah. A total waste. I, I, I what really, the heck?
0: I, I really thought we would see her in episode six as well, but she dead.
1: That's the most, that is the most disappointing thing that's happened on the show so far for yeah. me. Yeah. I think. I think that's probably the most disappointing thing that's happened.
0: I, I really like her, uh, Cara Dune's character, the character we talked a lot about last week. Yeah. Um, and But we'll see Cara Dune again. We're Hard n- to beat Ming-Na We're though. not going to see, see Ming-Na She then. did. Yeah. We're assuming. I, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people come back from the grave in Star Wars. I don't know. Well,
1: like, we do see her again at the end of the episode.
0: Yeah, it takes a while for the Mandalorian even to get back to them, and she, like, the Mandalorian... It, you know, ba- He gets back there. He rides back on dewback to get back to her, and she's been laying in, in the sand for a while. So, I, she's dead. Like, she's all the way dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, if she
0: was alive, she would have gotten up
1: and... it's true.
0: ...and walked away. But.
1: So, they... Um, he gets back, and he's like, oh, crap, basically. So, then he's got to hoof it on the dewback back to the... Uh, back to Moss Eisley to the garage. He gets back there finally on his due back. Which how long how long would it, that that have taken? Well they're not fast moving creatures. <laughs> and Tora's on a speeder.
0: So yeah. he's going back at like sixty miles an hour.
1: And so he um so he gets back there and the bike is already already there. He knows, you know, he's walking into a trap. He walks in and the um he walks in and he's like looking around. He sees the droids in the window and then down from, from the, from their, from is it from his ship? They walk down the ramp. Yeah, they walk down the ramp. And yeah. he's got the baby in his hand, and he's holding.
0: He's got Pelly too. Yeah, know, what's but, her, Yeah, got them both at gunpoint. Gun, yeah. Gun point, yeah.
1: <laughs> so he basically is like, "I'm going to take you in and blah blah blah." Which okay, I've got this score me, and it's going to be great. Let me
0: and, answer this question. Um He wants notoriety. He wants everyone to know his name, right? Why not just take the child and leave? Like, why why not just steal the ship? And go back to the yeah. Bounty Hunters Guild and just leave Mando on Tatooine. Yeah. I, I thought that was a, a little weird. I, I know he's, he's going for the biggest score that he can possibly get, mm-hmm. but dude, like this is an experience. But don't, but
1: don't you think this is, yeah, and I think it's the, his inexperience that it could be, it, I think his inexperience can explain that away. Yeah. You know
0: what I'm just saying? Just kind got of greedy?
1: Yeah, I think so. It, I, I thought he was going to, I Other thought, than just go, yeah, you're right. I, mean, I thought that the.
0: the end of episode five was literally <coughs> going to be the Mandalorian getting back to the garage and his ship is gone. Like, the Toro basically got the child and just stole the ship and hightailed it out of there.
1: But that is not the case. No. Because they have a little bit of a talk back and forth, and then Mandalorian just, like, (laughs) boom. Well, he does the, uh, so, like, I mean, he puts,
0: he lays down his weapon, which, of course, he still has, like, this is the one episode he doesn't use the, um... Uh, flamethrower, by the way, but he he lays down his blaster. He's like, Okay, I, I surrender, or whatever. Pelly comes around, he's she's gonna um handcuff him, I think. And uh, she she sees the the little flash
1: um uh, charge. She, yeah, the bounty hunter guy, Calican, says, Put these cuffs on him. He hands a flash bang to her, basically. And, uh-huh. and she's like, Oh, you're smart, you're smarter than you look. You're smarter than you look. <laughs> and then so he's she's acting like he's got the she's putting the cuffs on him, and then. They throw the flashbang down, and then that blinds him. And then she, he shoots yeah. Calican, which but we Baby Yoda flies out of there too.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I didn't know where he went, but I guess he was just fine. Yeah, he's fine. Um, he's Baby Yoda. The by the way, the child that almost non-existent in this episode. He was mostly non-existent in the last episode too. But for like for episode four and five, we we really haven't seen the child very much. He is a um, kid,
1: and I think they struggle to. He's, think not, ab- he's not a killer yet. Think, but think about, CG, think about the CGI it would have taken to bring him along. Oh, out yeah. To, you know what I'm saying? They get into that where they're like, we don't want really to have to do the. In The Walking Dead, um, one of the guys, what's his name, has a Bengal tiger. And they limited the amount of time you'd see the Bengal tiger. Well, in Game of Thrones, they did that too with the dragons and with the direwolves. Yeah. Where they would be like. Look, we need these for dollars, these shots here. Yeah, but it costs us a lot of money. Dollars per second. Yeah, and be, Baby Yoda is a lot of CGI. Like he's not a puppet; he's CGI. I heard.
0: So. I heard one um, interpretation that he's both. Like he's a hybrid and puppet and
1: CGI. But but again, there's money in in that, so they're yeah. probably save, trying to save some money. Even.
0: He he walks like a puppet. Like he he walks yeah. a little rigid. Yeah, um, which I love. I, yeah. I love the way he walks. But yeah. Um. Anyway, so we failed to mention it at the beginning of the episode, but this episode is called the Gunslinger, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming it's because of this last scene. Um, yeah, I gotta be because they have a little standoff. Yeah, they have this Mexican standoff. Basically, he mm-hmm. he flash charges him and then shoots him from the side. Yes. So, uh, and then Which I was kind of surprised he was just dead. Like oh, Toro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then they, and then uh, what was really funny is that she, the she looks at the droids. Nat, what's her name? Pally? Pelly, Pelly. Looks at Droids and go throw him in. It's not Smuggler's Cove. It's, uh, what's the name of the canyon? Burglars, there's something Canyon. Oh Bur- uh, yeah, something Canyon. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Beggar's Canyon. Beggar's Canyon, which is from which is a reference from New Hope as well. Okay,
0: yeah, so. I, I didn't remember that phrase, but there's uh, a lot of little phrases like that in this. Yes, one. Yes, really cool. Even like she's no she's no good to us dead is yes. a. Um, a uh, oh my gosh Boba, Fett, Boba from Fett Empire Strikes Back yeah he just says he's, he's the, no good to me dad he says like, that
1: about oh, Han Solo because yeah. they're gonna put Han Solo on Carbonite and he said but that's a cool thing that makes Boba Fett awesome Darth Vader like he's like telling Darth Vader what's up is this gonna kill him he's no good to me dead yeah which Darth Vader at that point can be like
0: <laughs> force joke
1: <laughs> but dead. that says a lot about the respect that Boba Fett's ability apparently is so. yeah
0: yeah Uh, speaking of Boba Fett. Yeah.
1: So, um, the, the, does the, does the jet or does the, does his ship take off? Does the razor yes. crest take off?
0: Yeah, no, he he flies away. Like we we see him in going out yep. into the space again. So, um, uh, by the way, I I kind of um, I think la- on last week's episode I, I called that uh, he was still going to be on um, that previous plane. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, uh, at the beginning of this episode, well, and that wasn't that wasn't he was case. in space,
1: just in space, and yeah. in, the, in a Dog ship fight. battle, yeah. Um, but yeah, so
0: we see him fly away. So we know he he leaves Tatooine. This is just a one shot Tatooine only for this episode. Every Almost every episode has been on a different planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tatooine's done. Uh, he's flying away. And then we get this odd scene at the very end of the episode they've not done something like this like a big teaser uh kind of thing at the end of an episode before um i guess except then from episode one where we see the baby for the first time but um they have this big scene of like what is going on and um kind of
1: describe like what w- what we see we don't see very much oh first of all he gives by the way before we do that mandalorian gives the calican the money oh yeah he, he pays her off yep. and that yep. he was paid.
0: So he's got a fully repaired ship, and yes. he's off now.
1: And so he got his job done. Meanwhile, um, M- 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 uh, what, what's her name? What, what's what's the bounty hunter's name that was dead? Ming-Na um, M- 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 wins th- character. F- Fennec. Fennec's yeah. Fennec body is laying there. And up walks, and you just see it from knees, and you see like a cape, mm-hmm. and you see some boots, and up walks. What looks to be... It looks to be Boba Fett's, like, boots and kind of his outfit, but you can't really see it, and it could be anybody.
0: It, could, it literally could be anybody. There's a lot of speculation but that the, the, the the it is.
1: Ha- the internet has blown up. <laughs> and said, this is Boba Fett. There's no guarantee that it is. No, I hope it is. Yeah. But there's no guarantee that that is.
0: I mean, I, I, I never even thought about that, to be honest. It wasn't until I got on um, YouTube and across the web and stuff like yeah. that that I saw a lot of people saying, like, is this Boba Fett? I was just like... Uh, okay. I mean, that would, Until it's that, Boba Fett, awesome, it's not Boba Fett, yeah. So, like, I saw one, one reviewer say that uh, Boba Fett has, like, spurs on his shoes. Yes. On his boots,
1: basically. Yes, and this character has spurs. And, okay,
0: and so I was like, okay, does that mean it's Boba Fett, though? Like, I mean, I'm sure... I mean,
1: sure... It's, a, it's a pretty high likelihood of, with the spurs. I mean... I don't know. I, I don't Maybe I don't that's wanna, the gunslinger.
0: I don't want to go on record saying that it's definitely him or it's definitely not him. I, I just don't think there's any way to know. But um, that is the big, big question. You know, we we'll talk about, um, you know, questions and and um, predictions for future episodes. That is the big question from this episode: is who is this person? Yeah. Uh, what the it, kind
1: of the cliffhanger it's left with?
0: What is he or she? How was this person's role going to be for the for the remaining? I mean, don't forget, there's only three episodes left, so it's not like. In the last hour and a half of actual footage that's left in the show, they're not going to do this huge, uh, they don't have like 10 more episodes to tell. Like, Mm-mm. they have to, in the last three episodes, not only introduce this character, but also deal with this character. Like, either this character has to die or live, uh, join the team or be killed. We, we don't really know how it's going to land. So, um, it'll be very interesting to see if it's Boba Fett or not. Um, what, what do you want to see?
1: I want it to be Boba Fett. I don't want them to bring it on and have to be this Mandalorian versus Boba Fett where like the Mandalorian has to kill Boba Fett. Yeah. Like Boba. Boba Fett. I don't want that. I want to see Boba Fett, but I don't want him to die. Does that make sense? And I'm so... a little worried that they if they bring him on... Then it'll be that yeah. sequence.
0: So let's let's let in some of our listeners that maybe aren't as familiar with Star Wars. Right? I can see him bringing him in
1: though. I can see Boba Fett being able to bring in the Mandalorian. Yeah, actually pulling it off, being the one person that could pull it off. And then it's a the whole thing at the end.
0: So let's fill in some of our listeners who maybe have only seen the Star Wars movies maybe one time a piece. Um, so if if you, spoilers for Episode Six of the original <laughs> trilogy, Again, trilogy. You, no,
1: it's a, <laughs> a movie from 1977. <laughs> if you haven't, actually, that's not he's not in 83.
0: Yeah. 1983 is. He's in Empire Strikes
1: Back. The first time you meet him, right, is Empire Strikes Back, right. because he, his first appearance is in the in the holiday special. Yeah, yeah, exactly. really weird. Yeah, 1978
0: holiday it's special. Just crazy. Um, so that that tells you everything you need to know about about um, the history of Star Wars is that um, Boba Fett's first appearance was in the holiday special. is <laughs> really weird. Anyway, um, he dies. Like Boba Fett, I mean, seemingly dies in Return of the Jedi, nineteen eighty three. He, we don't see him like get like shot or or sliced well, or anything like that. Does what happens? Get, does he get shot? Well, here's what
1: happens. He, I can't remember how he falls. Remember, Han Solo is still blind from the carbonite, right? And he's not quite fully. He's just he's still recovering. He takes a random shot. He's just shooting blank, blank, blindly. Blindly, yeah. blindly. And it ricochets off of something and hits Boba Fett's jetpack. Oh, that's right. Makes his jetpack malfunction. And then he falls down the hang into the Sarlacc. Okay. So the Sarlacc, if you don't remember, is
0: this massive, like, worm-like creature. I mean, yeah. it is larger than but it's, anything. And you really just but... see
1: its head out, coming out of this. Hole in the sand, yeah.
0: It's there's a hole in the sand, but and basically all you see is this huge maw that's just waiting for anything to fall into it. And you see both it roll down this hill and go straight into the sarlacc, and that's the last that we ever see of him, yeah. Um, the, the big joke, the you know, funny line, whatever, from that is that um, a sarlacc can process food for like a thousand years, so like it's like worse than death, right? Yeah, um. So, could someone survive the Sarlacc is the big question.
1: Yeah, maybe in that armor. Maybe him having that armor on helps him. Right. Um, I don't know. Like,
0: does he shoot his way out? Like, does he kill this thing?
1: In the extended universe stuff that they used to use that was kind of partial canon was some of the books, the Tim Zahn books and that sort of thing. And he climbs out of the Sarlacc in one one of the books and uh, has a whole thing where he gets out and escapes
0: so i mean for, for everyone out there that's like no it's definitely not boba fett he he's dead
1: i mean just see the who, who this would be then yeah you
0: know? all, all, all i need to let you know about to remind you of is that darth maul once was dead <laughs> That is true. <laughs> and now, who knows? Dar- Dar- it Darth- could be anybody. Darth Maul is still alive. From I, were-
1: I wish it were Darth Maul, too. That would be fun.
0: Uh, yeah, Darth Maul at the end of episode one gets literally carved in half. Like he is mm-hmm. uh, uh, two parts of the man he used to be. Yeah. And uh, then he ends up becoming uh, Somebody- a, a character back. in the, in the he Clone comes Wars. Comes back in the Clone Wars. So. <laughs> So anything can happen. Uh, it, it literally could be Boba Fett. Um, I the uh, obviously other options would be just another just random b- bounty hunter. Yeah. But why tease it in this way if it's just yes. an unnamed bounty hunter? Like I, I I just can't see how that that would be, the case. Why not just introduce that character in the nap- next episode? Why tease it in this right. way? So it's either someone that we've seen before, or it's going to be some kind of major force to to, to be
1: contended with. Like,
0: right. Even if it's not Boba Fett, it's going to be some like super elite. It could be.
1: Um, I thought know, it, I thought it was going to pan up McCarl Weather's. Character. That's what I was just
0: going to say that. I I really think it could be him. Like that. He's, yeah, I mean, he's
1: leader of the guild for a reason. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's got to be shifty. He's
0: hunting um, the Mando just to, right. just to get revenge basically. Right. Um, so yeah, there's several characters that it could be, but, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that pans out. I really, I really hope that we see who this person is in the next episode though, because otherwise it's going to
1: feel too rushed. They only have three episodes left. Yeah. They need to get that arc going on. And maybe this next episode is the chase scene and he is able to escape enough, or maybe he gets captured and taken back to the planet that he's from.
0: Yeah. But I'm with you. I, I I think the worst decision to make, I, I, I'm with you in the and the fact that I, the thing I want the most is for it to be Boba Fett. I think yeah. that's what most, most fans of the, of Star Wars want to see is that, that, that Boba Fett, one of the coolest Absolutely. characters, is, has come back, he's alive. But the worst decision that, that they can make is to kill that character off in three episodes. Like, yeah, I, one. I, yeah, in like an hour and a half, basically. Yikes. Um, that would be rough. Like that, that would be as much, um, uh, goodwill that they've created with Baby Yoda. I mean, the, it's unbelievable how the world has reacted to baby Yoda Absolutely. like like more than maybe since Ewoks like no one has reacted this way um to anything in Star Wars uh B- BB-8 maybe uh, is maybe but even that, like, I-, I think he is... he outshines BB-8 without a doubt in my opinion and R2 um so with all that goodwill I, I can't imagine ending the episode with the death of Boba Fett. <laughs> Like, like a definitive like he is dead, de d dead, e d dead at the end of episode eight. D e d dead. That would be really weird. Um, so I, I'm, here's my hope is if, if it is Boba Fett, uh, keep him alive at the end of episode yes. eight. Bring him back for season two. Uh, maybe giving him a, a full season. Maybe he's the main character of season two. Maybe the Mandalorian, the titular character in season two, is Boba Fett instead of you know this unnamed uh, Manda that we've been following. Uh, I don't know, but I I don't want them to kill Boba Fett off in a couple episodes. Like that would be rough.
1: Um, what was your uh, What was your uh, highlight for this episode? Um,
0: I I mean I had several. I honestly seeing the cantina again was really amazing. Like I, I that was a place in live action that I didn't know that we'd ever get back to um, ever again. Um, uh, I really liked seeing like all the all the fan servicey stuff, like the cantina, the speeders, uh, the Tuscan Raiders, the dewback. Um, Honestly, I thought the dogfight at the beginning of the episode was one of the coolest sequences in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you, Jack. Though I, I the fan service, I, I tried to like. Um, Examine this episode from someone that was not familiar at all with the movies. Like that's for a lot of people, the Mandalorian is literally the first thing they've ever seen in Star Wars, which is I, weird. to Think I, about I, I like, know, and, and you don't. You, you got to imagine that percentage is very, very small. But I was trying to think of like the ten, maybe that's five percent or ten percent that this is their first experience with Star Wars, so they've only seen like one movie. Um, I don't know that this episode is very strong on its own merits. Like the, the merits I, I of, of I the that. of the season as a whole and the plot of the episode. Uh, um, there's not a lot that of of um substance that happens in this episode for the entire plot arc. Yeah. Like this is just kind of a side story, a side mission. Yeah. So,
1: he um the And you could say
0: that maybe of episode 4, Yeah. but I would I would venture to guess that episode the events of F, uh, episode 4 are more likely to come back than anything that happened in episode 5. Well,
1: the fleshing out of the that they're they're on Tatooine that they are you're seeing some familiar ground. That's kind of the point of the episode almost. Yeah. You see him have to, I mean, two people end up dead because of the Mandalorian on this episode. Yeah. I mean, he, that, that, that young bounty hunter would have never made it across the dune no. without the Mandalorian. He would have been dead by the other one. Like, you yeah. know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't want to say that the story wasn't fun to watch. I think it was a good story, a good little mini story. Mm-hmm. But as far as like its importance and its value to like the season as a whole, yeah. I, I kind of feel like it's more of a blip than it is yeah. an actual like meaningful entry um, for the like yes. overall story arc. Um, but I mean, from a Star Wars fan perspective, cool. like looking at with the the vision, like the goggles of someone who's watched everything Star Wars, um, it, it was awesome to well, go back it to go back in, there.
1: It ties this stuff into. The regular, the universe, the movie universe. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: full on. Like, it already has, but...
0: I mean, for for people that that have always wanted to know more about the Tuscans or more about um, you know do backs or speeders or just Tatooine or the Cantina, this was just like eye candy, man. Like every scene, every other scene was just like, oh my gosh, like yes, yes, yes. So, I yes. mean, um, I was probably the most excited watching this episode than any other episode except for maybe episode one. Um, but I have to imagine that like the weight of this episode probably isn't isn't mm-hmm. too heavy. But anyway, well. Those, um, are, those are my favorite. My moments.
1: highlights definitely um, were them going to Moss Isley. I thought the interactions with that other guy actually weren't too bad. I thought it was kind of fun um, to see him have to get across the dune and not get, you know, snipered by yeah. Ming winds <laughs> character.
0: Well, and, and it was cool that they negotiated with the Tuskens. Like, that that is something I would have never expected Anyone to ever do is to a speak to one, but b to like say hey, can we just pay you to for you know passage through your lands? Yes, um, like uh, that was really cool. To yeah, watch. that was
1: really cool. They another thing that's really cool. Dave Fion- uh, Filoni was the uh, director of this and wrote it as well. Okay, and his uh, his work includes um, the Clone Wars. Go ahead and say it. In the mic. He is the director. Sorry, he is the director of the Clone Wars animated feature film. Oh, I didn't know that. He directed that? Wow, how about that? Uh, and then he was the uh supervising director of the Clone Wars animated series. Okay, so and he this, directed this episode. This guy's a vet. Uh he also um uh well, there you go. He he's just done all kinds of all kinds of stuff. Cool. So.
0: Well I didn't know that. I didn't know that this episode was in the same He hands. also you know, who makes really a lot likes? Of
1: sense. Plo cl Plo Coon. You know who Plocoon is. Yes, he I really do. likes Plo Koon. Okay. So I wish that he would have been in this episode somehow, but that, yeah, not possible. Plo
0: Koon is is great from the. Clone he's Wars. the
1: executive producer of Star Wars Rebels.
0: Oh, I see. I didn't. I had no idea. This yeah. guy
1: is. This guy is a Star Wars. Vet. And he's done two episodes for this uh, for this show.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. So, well, that's cool. awesome. That that makes a lot of sense. That the fact that the fact that the episode is so sort of fan servicey because yes. they wanted to put it in the hands of someone who's dealt with Star Wars before. Yeah, he's done a lot so. of it too. So
1: cool. Um, he was uh art director. Art animation department for all the movies too. The last several movies. Wow. Rogue yeah. One, uh, Force Awakens.
0: I'd like to see him do an- another episode. I don't know if they will. I think they have it. Like, don't they have a different
1: director for every episode? You know what other TV show he has lots to do with? Last Airbender, Avatar. Oh, I love Last Airbender. So there we go. He's one of your favorites. Yeah. Now you already you didn't know it, but he's already one of your favorites. Yeah, he's won my heart. <laughs> In my heart. <laughs> Thanks, Dave you know, Filoni. Uh, what else have you been watching on Disney Plus? Um, DuckTales, the old, the original. Nice. Bubba Treba. Bubba Right, Miller? Um, Miller, is there something you've been watching on Disney Plus? Uh, um,
0: not really. Okay. Let's know if you can hear it. That was a big no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nope.
1: All right, go uh, ahead. <laughs>
0: okay, so I I am ashamed to say I still have not gotten back, back to the Clone Wars. I will I will remedy that this week. I'm going to watch several episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's for sure. Also watch, watch um, Home Alone two this week. Go ahead. Had a busy week. I I, I was tired a lot this week. I just Man, didn't have a lot of time. A lot of time to watch it. Wow. But, um, you know what I did watch though? What's that? Jack. It was not on Disney Plus, but I watched Solo, a Star Wars story. It is the, great. for the first time. I'd never. It's watched still
1: it. on Netflix. Can I say that on this? podcast yeah it's yeah. still on netflix because the, the, the deal hasn't run out yet yeah can i tell you something I, I watched by some- the
0: way there's there is a um like a placeholder for solo like i i went mm-hmm. immediately just disney plus i was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna watch solo so I, it, I type in solo there's a page for it it comes up and it says do you want to add this to your watch list i was like okay but i want to watch it right now and then i there's text on the screen it says available july 7th 2020 so, so they've already had it yeah, so they, I mean, they know it's obviously going to be on Disney Plus um, streaming service, but and I think it even said because of existing
1: contracts, yeah, or agreements what it is. Or Something like that because they have that one, and there's one other one that's still on. That's still on. It might be. The last is it the Jedi. last Jedi? I think it's the last Jedi that's yeah. still on there. You know and, what? I And watched? some of the Marvel stuff is the same way. By the way, my son lied. By the way, he has he did watch something this week. Oh, because we sat down, and I said, let's watch this here. It's Pixar in real life. Oh, okay. How okay? was that? Um, I what, what found it, it, What is it first? Okay, first, it's basically like it's a the one I watched was this setup thing that there are these separate buttons in this park, and it was real life, and you hit these separate buttons, and these actors acted out parts of like. And this one was oh, what's the one about the the ang- anger, sadness? Oh, uh, Inside Out. Inside Out. It was not entertaining at all. It oh, really? was like a Chevy commercial. It was like watching one of those Chevy commercials. So,
0: okay, so this these are the actors that voice no, characters. No. Oh wow.
1: Randomo people. Wow. They're actors doing are they, it. Are they Disney actors? Well, like actors that have no, been at Disney properties. No, they're just random. Wow. People. How about that, Miller? Miller, you fibbed earlier. By the way, you don't have to stand so close. You 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 um, have hiccups. Great. Um, Great. But you fibbed earlier. You have watched something this week on Disney+. Plus, and it was... I ...Pixar in Real Life.
0: Oh. Real oh, quick. No. Are
1: you ready for this? Miller, give us your opinion of Pixar in Real Life. Go. Very, very stupid preview. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, seven minutes. It wasn't a preview. It was a seven-minute... It's a seven-minute show. No. It, it was no, from... That
0: was the preview. They haven't launched their shows yet.
1: Okay, at that any was... rate... What we saw oh, of it, a okay. preview. what gotcha. we saw of it, not entertaining. So it's, it's just a few minutes. It's then. Inside Out. There's this thing, and it, it'll be different for different shows. Obviously, the Wally one will be different than the, than the Inside Out one. But like people would be in this, we're in this park, and they're like, "What's this?" And then they hit this button, and then the actors, like, there's a, a color on the front of the thing. It told the actors what to act out. But it was like not. It was just like. Huh. It really felt like a Chevy commercial to me. Did you recognize the actors? I didn't recognize the actors. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, Pixar in real life. Maybe it's great. Like they were But I didn't think it was. Oh, it's sad.
0: (laughs) I didn't get my hot dog.
1: Yeah. And they were like, that sounds (laughs) like Anyway, there we go, Miller. Okay. Thanks, Miller. There we go. So great stuff. Um Phil that's delicious it's great thank you thanks for letting miller do that he oh, yeah. really appreciates it absolutely man and you, i i'm i'm honestly i want to get some
0: guests in here and get kind of get their perspectives on what they've been watching we have some friends of ours that are watching very very different stuff than what we're watching on disney plus Plus. and i think that's what's really cool about the, the service is that it is pretty versatile like there's a lot of different kinds of things on there my
1: friend Stephen so, my yeah. friend Stephen has watched uh the High School Musical series. Oh, the TV series. He yeah. thinks it's great. Really? Okay. So he may be someone we may have to tab to talk about that. I would love to bit. have him on. So I... after Mandalorian kind of winds down then maybe we uh, have Steven on. Maybe oh, we do a Skype do or something like that. because we do that.
0: Because that. And... honestly, I, I might have to watch, if we're going to do like a full episode d- dedicated to it, I'll watch maybe the first couple episodes. But that is not a series I have any No, but, but like I said. <laughs> but I would love to have him on so that he can it, yeah. get people ha- excited about it. And
1: how it ties into the old, uh, the original movies. <laughs>
0: Cool. Um, well, I think that's about it for this episode of Disney plus reviews. Um, let us know what you want to hear about on this podcast. Send us your, uh, your review on something that you've watched on Disney plus, or give us your thoughts on the Mandalorian. We'd love to include you in the show. Just, you can send us a note or record some audio. Like we said in uh, episodes past, just attach the audio to an email and send it to, to us that way. Uh, if you want, we might try to get a a phone number for people to to call in if that's easier, Mm -hmm. but, uh, for right now, just go ahead and email the show with any audio that you've recorded. uh, thanks, Jack, for joining me for another oh, episode. It was my fun.
1: gosh, great times! We need to do a watch. We do need to do a watch along at some point, which I think would be fun.
0: I'd like to do that maybe for a movie, like a yes. um uh, an exclusive. Focus. I'm just
1: a Hocus pocus 2 when it comes out. Is it real?
0: Well, no. Yeah, I think it's a real thing. They've announced it, but it's not until October. Mm-hmm. goo. I, I mean, it's gonna be almost a year from now. But yeah, it's true. They re- anyway, release it, but. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see what they drop. Um, they're going to have to drop something after Mandalorian ends at the end of December because... they got
1: to start prepping it before then, though, right? I mean, right?
0: There's, there, there absolutely will be a drop in subscription once the Mandalorian ceases
1: to air. Yeah, so you got to have something so, else in the hold that they can...
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they have in January. But uh, we'll obviously keep, keep the show going past uh, December. Um, as far as holiday plans we haven't really discussed it very much I'm assuming that we won't have a lapse I mean we'll, we'll figure out a way to record um, one way or another we'll figure it out might have have to have someone in uh, as a guest if, if, if Jack can't be here or something like that but we'll keep it going um, I, I certainly would not want to uh, have you gone for the very last episode what a rip that would be yeah the, I think the final episode of The Mandalorian is on like the 29th or something like that Yeah, no, we can
1: give we'll be around okay that,
0: so, so uh, the 27th of December so, so. Uh, we'll try to drop an episode on on December 30th uh, just right in front of New Year's uh, for you guys Mm -hmm. for that final episode so uh, but yeah until then
1: uh, stay frosty look up look down guess what there may be a bounty hunter on your trail and yep you got a baby Yoda you better hide that baby Yoda bye 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 baby Yoda says oh feed me